For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Was talking mess, but you was never crept on. Your mind was saying that. Your friends were saying this. I ain't never raised my voice. Never once called you a. <clears throat> I know as a woman, a lot is on your mind. You thinking about the future. You questioning the time. Well, baby, I'm your answer. Let me be right by your side. I wanna see you shine. When you tired, let me drive. Welcome to Royal Rebounds TV with Calvin and Barry. Just two crazy fans of the Sacramento Kings and they sharing their opinion. So be sure that you subscribe. It's for the fans, by the fans. Whether you chilling on the couch or wilding in the stands. For laid back conversations about the Kings, subscribe here. Staying down until we come up thinking this gonna be our year. We're here drinking beer, talking about the Kings. Be sure you subscribe so you can hear that bell ring. Yeah. What's up, Kings fans? Welcome back to Royal Rebounds, the Sacramento Kings YouTube channel for fans, by fans. Kings win tonight, 128-119 over the Phoenix Suns in Phoenix. This was an incredible game to watch, back and forth. Kings get down early in this game. They battle back. They take the lead. Uh, and it was just a constant slugfest. An amazing game to watch. A good victory for the Sacramento Kings. 8-1 and one now since the All-Star break, Calvin. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, man. How are you? Awesome. Rough day for me. Yeah, I had a lot of fun last night oh, okay. for one of my friend's birthday. So uh, let's try and get through the show without saying the word tequila too many times. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, I had a rough day, too, but it's not because I went out last night. Okay. I, I got worked at work today. Worked so. at work in yeah. the sun. Yeah, they uh, uh, I call me the New York Knicks because they beat the pants off me. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Shout out to everybody here in the chat. Pika House is here. Jason, Jay, Ryan, Tanvir, 209 Tacos, Tito, Callum is here. Sass, Alfie Man. Nick is here. Fire the laser. Charles. All my royal family members are here. Good to see you all. Tom is here. Mike Monticello. Welcome into the show today. Wow, Calvin, what a performance by the Sacramento Kings tonight. No Kevin Durant, obviously, after the slip and fall in practice. I'm going to say that over and over and over again because it is yeah. hilarious to me. I normally don't like to root for people getting injured, but it was funny. 
That's almost as funny as getting injured in, in the bathtub. Was. Devin Booker almost had a slip and fall today, too. Oh, that was 100% a slip and fall. Yeah. Not a, not a foul. No, definitely not a foul. Not a foul at all. Definitely not But, a hey, foul. us Kings fans are used to the referees uh, trying to screw us over. Um, and I think they made it up for a little bit at the end there. But Kings win the game. Give me your first thoughts. Man, <clears throat> what month is it? Because it certainly feels like playoff basketball has arrived. Yep. I mean, the, these last two games have been so intense. Um, they've been really a joy to watch. The fact that the Kings come out victorious in both of them is just icing on the cake, right? Um, 40. 40 wins. Light the beam. Yeah. We, 40 likes to light the beam tonight okay. in honor of the 40th win. I might even go out and get myself a 40 ounce. I After was this. thinking about it, but then I was like, no, I can't do it. I almost stopped myself, but then I realized that wasn't the T word. So I'm allowed to say 40 ounce. Yeah, that's fine. Just don't say tequila. 40, 40 ounces to freedom. Uh, don't say. In my, in my hands tonight. Whiskey, uh, vodka. Don't say, don't say any of those. All right. Well, so far, you're the only one that said them, so. I'm allowed to say them. As, yeah. as people are saying here in the chat, when the Kings win, I feel no pain, Calvin. So I'm there feeling you go. fantastic there you go. right now. Shout out to Christian is here. EJ, Brian is here. Uh, welcome in, everybody. Welcome <laughs> in. Shout out to Christian. That is hilarious. Anything is possible. Anything is possible. Oh, anything oh, is any- possible. Oh, wow. Wow. Love it. Didn't have any Hennessy last Beautiful, time. beautiful pun right there. But uh, Keegan Murray, only 15 minutes of action tonight. I don't think he played in the second half of this game. Really struggled. Zero points. Um, but the number that I'm really circle, circling here is zero rebounds for him tonight. We'll definitely talk a little bit about him. Kessler Edwards got the most playing time he's had in his five appearances with the Sacramento Kings. He basically played... As much tonight as he's played in the other four games. Yeah. And he did an incredible job. I did not like that turnover late. Um, yes. Many people didn't, but clutch three. But he made up that. for it. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. atoned for it on both ends, defense and offense. So, Yeah, a lot of a lot of Kings fans are going to get to know Kessler Edwards' name. I was going to ask uh, you if you've already bought the jersey. Oh, not not yet, dude. Not it yet. takes so long for us to get jerseys here. Are those jerseys even available yet? Plus they Nick, probably are now. Yeah, They're plus just Nick scrambling to throw them up there right now. So oh, yeah, at the team store. Yeah, so right. I think I'm going to get Nick to get one for me, maybe when we're in, in town. Oh, Derek, I like that. Is Kessler Edwards our Herbert Jones? I was thinking the exact same thing during the game. Yes, he is. Man. Yes, he I hope is. so. It definitely seems like yeah, Monty has struck again. Bam, we need like a lightning bolt <laughs> or something on the – on the Roku here, or yeah. the Roadcaster. I called it a Roku. Roku, Roadcaster, <laughs> whatever. But yeah, Monty McNair and Wes Wilcox have made amazing, amazing moves here. Uh, Calvin, they just keep hitting it out of the park, and Kessler Edwards is another one. And it's funny because a lot of people were like, Kessler who? Yeah. We didn't really know who that guy was. We looked up some stats. We're like, wow, he actually played quite a few games last year uh, because – the Nets were dealing with a lot of yeah. The Nets were going through it a lot of stuff. So and he's kind of going through it again. He's Amazing. probably as happy to be in Sacramento as the Kings are to have him at this point. So shout out to Kessler Edwards. Uh, let's do things a little bit different today. Uh, I know you want to flaunt. Um, you nailed your three <laughs> keys today. So let's dive it's, into your keys. It's always a good day when I end up looking smarter than I actually am, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, so key number one was bench scoring. The bench was absolutely enormous in this game. Um, And, and I, you know, I figured in a game where you got two starting lineups that have a ton of really, really solid slash elite players, uh, both of these teams are probably two of the better teams at executing in half-court offense. 
it, it's really, you know, a chess match out there between these, these types of teams. So when you have that matchup, whoever's bench unit is able to give them the bigger lift is usually going to come out on top. And today it was absolutely the Kings, not just the offensive portion, the scoring, but defense as well. Kessler Edwards, Davion Mitchell, they were huge on that end. Offensively, Malik Monk had a big second half. Trey Lyles had a huge first half. Um, they, they gave the Kings the extra push there. Number two was live by the three. They shot 42% from three today Yep. to Phoenix is 29. And number three was get to the foul line. 37 free throw attempts in this game made 31 of them. Those, those three things were the difference in the game. Calvin, give yourself a pat on the back. Thank you. That's a much, much deserved. I see you got the chain on. Who got the chain tonight? Oh, it's got it. Well, I think I saw it already, but it has to be Kessler. Yes. Yeah. I don't see how you could not give it to him. Great job. Such a huge, huge step up performance for them. It's crazy. I mean, we all we all were like, they, this Kings team needs to bring in more defenders. They need to bring in a stopper, a guy that they can put on guys that are hot to shut them down. And then the Kings do that. They trade for Kessler Edwards. Basically nothing. I mean, they gave up, what, some cash considerations? Yeah. What, did they even give up yeah. a second round pick for him? Uh, they might have. I have to go back and look at it. Uh, I'm not so sure. Absolute steal. Absolute I'm sure somebody steal. is going to come in with, with what it was, but... But a lot of people were like, why didn't the Kings make a big splash move, anything like that? They killed it, dude. They killed it at the deadline. Uh, and last year as well, I mean, trading for Sabonis was the big move. But as they were talking about on the broadcast today, picking up a guy like Trey Lyles, who's been playing incredibly, yep. incredibly well. This Kings team continues to just find these diamonds in the rough and uh, put them in a position. Mike Brown puts them in a position to succeed. So huge, huge there. But, yeah, congratulations, Calvin, on on hitting your parlay on well, your, thank on your you. keys. Thank you. All right, let's jump here into the box score. Domas Sabonis, 35 minutes of action tonight, 5 of 10 from the field, 7 to 10 from the free throw line, 17 points, 8 rebounds, Calvin, not a double-double for him tonight, 4 assists and 2 steals, uh, 3 turnovers, but Calvin, only 1 personal foul tonight, 1 personal yeah. foul by Domas Sabonis, which is huge, we also saw him, uh, you know, kind of favoring that knee a little bit when he twisted it, seemed to be okay after that, he, he seemed to be moving just, just fine, uh, but Calvin, it, it actually... When that happened, I'm like, oh, oh, shit, what's going on here? <laughs> like, I'm going to watch him a little bit. Yeah. And I spent just the next few possessions just watching Domas Sabonis. I didn't care about where the ball was, who had the ball, what was going on. I just watched him. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I forget to do that. I, You know, everyone wants to watch the ball, what's going on in, in the action, actual action. But, dude, it's awesome to just watch good players on the court by themselves uh, what they do. And one thing I really identified is Domas has got incredible, incredible footwork. The, the footwork sure does. is is amazing, dude. Just the way he positions himself, watching him, uh, you know, getting ready for a rebound, seeing a shot go off, the way he positions his body, his hips, um, it, it's really, really incredible. So I, I encourage everybody out there to watch some Domas footage, even when he doesn't have the basketball. Just watch the way the guy moves around. The footwork is absolutely incredible. And uh, you want to be a better basketball player, footwork will definitely, definitely oh, yes. help out. 100%. Uh, so not a huge game for him rebounding to Tonight, but huge for the win for the Kings tonight. Harrison Barnes, 37 minutes of action, 6 of 10 from the field. 19 points leads all scorers tonight uh, for the Kings. Six rebounds, two turnovers for him. Keegan Murray struggled tonight. Keegan was on the struggle bus. 15 points, missed all three shots. No rebounds, one assist, one block. No points and three personal fouls. We'll definitely talk a little bit more about Keegan Murray. But, guys, smash up that like button. Two more likes. And we light the beam tonight. 
Deer and Fox, 34 minutes of action, six, or sorry, eight of 22 from the field, two of six from three point range, and uh, hits a bunch of daggers there late in the fourth yeah. quarter to seal the win. 18 points for him, four rebounds, six assists, and two steals. Only one turnover for him tonight, uh, but missed both free throw attempts, 0 of two from the free throw line. Kevin Herter, 19 minutes of action, Calvin, only 19 minutes. This was a strange, strange game uh, when you're looking at the box score here. Guys like Ke- uh, Keegan Murray didn't play exceptionally well, didn't get a lot of minutes. Kevin Herter didn't get a lot of minutes, didn't play exceptionally well. The Kings find a way to win this game. Uh, so we'll definitely go over the bench, something that you highlighted. Uh, but back to Kevin Herter, one of three from three-point range, two of seven from the field, and four of four from the free throw stripe. Nine points, two rebounds, and zero assists for him tonight, two turnovers. As far as the bench goes, the bench was absolutely huge tonight, Calvin. And we didn't even see Rashawn Holmes or Matthew Delvadova or Terrence <laughs> Davis or Dozier, any of these yeah. guys, right? Or Terrence Davis. Or you said Terrence Davis. I did. I did. Sorry. Did you have too much uh, tequila last night as well? No, I didn't. Okay. Um, that was only you. Maybe it's rubbing off on It me. might be. Yeah. Uh, Trey you're, Lyles. You're exuding so much of it out of your pores that it's coming all the <laughs> way over here. 13 points, four rebounds, and an assist for him tonight. Metu, nine points. 12 points for Kessler Edwards, 4 of 6 from the field, 2 of 4 from three-point range, including a huge, huge three there at the end. But seven rebounds for Kessler Edwards tonight, which was absolutely huge. Uh, An assist, a steal, two turnovers, and five personal fouls for him, which uh, I'm totally okay with. 13 points for Davion Mitchell and uh, Malik Monk, my guy. 18 points, four rebounds, five assists, two steals, and a block. Some huge, huge plays from Malik Monk. Four of six from three-point range. Malik, the jump-shooting freak, was all over the place tonight and helped the Kings get the win. Calvin, what stands out most? And then I'm lighting the beam. I mean, what stands out most is the bench as a whole. You just look at these numbers. They They only missed one free throw attempt. Monk, four of six. Or, I'm sorry. Yeah, one free throw attempt. Monk, four of five. Davion, one of one. Kessler Edwards, two of two. Metu, five of five. Lyles, two for two. Uh, They combined for six steals. Malik Monk had a block, five assists, uh, and all the points. I mean, they they were so huge. And Metu, as Brian points out, had three steals in this game. Yeah. Including that one in the fourth on DeAndre Ayton for the dunk, which was big time. I I mean, they they could not have played any better. Yeah. Yeah, it's like... This, this team, we talk about how this team is like, before it was just a collection of players, now it's an actual team. And guys have each other's back. They step up. When some starters aren't playing exceptionally well, the bench stepped up. They elevated the game. They made plays when they had to. And uh, this is a, a Phoenix Suns team. Yes, they didn't have Kevin Durant, but this is a team that uh, has high hopes of going really deep in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're still a really good team, yeah. even without him. And this was a playoff atmosphere in yes. Phoenix. On the road. Calvin. They were on the road, on and the road. I heard chants of light the beam at the Crazy. end of that game. I'm sure Kyle was leading those chants. Yeah. Shout out to Kyle. Hell yeah, Kyle. What an amazing game to go to. But, Calvin, without further delay, let's light the effing beam. Light it. Fire the laser! Yeah, love Metu there. Just lighting that thing. Wow. Purple beams in the sky. It's beautiful, Calvin. I still cannot wait to see the beam in real life. Yep. But it's I noticed be a special uh, moment. You're rocking a, a pretty cool shirt there. Where'd you get that? Uh, we got this uh, game one. Game this was one. an opener. Yeah. Unfortunately, it was a loss, but hey, I don't care now. It's a dope shirt. I yeah. like it a lot. 
They gave them to everybody there in the arena. Uh, but back to the team stats here. King shot 48% from the field in this game, 49 for the Phoenix Suns, uh, 43% or 42.9% from three for the Kings tonight, as opposed to only 29.5 for the Phoenix Suns. King shot 83% from the foul line. Uh, pretty tied here, rebound numbers, 39 to 40, uh, but 31 defensive rebounds for the Sacramento Kings, and they allowed seven offensive rebounds, uh, much better than the last game. Much, <laughs> much, 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 much better. Much better. Uh, yes. And the Kings are 8-1, and one, Calvin, 8-1 and one since the All-Star break. Best That's record in the league. Absolutely huge. And uh, they went into All-Star break losing to this Phoenix Suns team, yep. uh, and uh, they get their uh, redemption tonight. Yeah, this was such a huge game to get for the division title 30 assists for the phoenix suns tonight only 19 for the kings i think that might be a season low or or pretty it's right around there yeah i think they had an 18 assist game early on in the season uh but i'm really surprised to see only 19 assists tonight and the kings do get the win 11 steals calvin in this game for the kings and 11 or sorry 10 steals for the kings 11 for the phoenix suns that is a whole lot of cornbread (laughs) that is a whole lot of cornbread that's thanksgiving dinner's worth Right there. 15 turnovers for the Kings tonight. Um, This was a wild game. You know, I know you nailed all of your keys, uh, but, you know, we talk about certain things that this Kings team needs to do to win basketball games. They didn't hit on a lot of those metrics tonight, right? They they turned the ball over. uh, They they didn't out-rebound the other team. uh, They didn't have a lot of assist numbers, even though the ball did seem to be moving quite a bit tonight. Uh, But they just, they overcame, they survived, and they got the victory tonight. Uh, A lot of Kings fans specifically, and I know a lot of Suns fans are going to say, well, Kevin Durant didn't play in this game. If Kevin Durant played, you guys would have lost. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, it's certainly possible. Um, you know, it just gives them a different look. Uh, but that's that's not to say that the Kings weren't aren't capable of scoring 128 points, even if Kevin Durant plays. You know, and, and if you score 128 points in a game, I don't care who you're playing, it's going to be difficult to win that game. So, yes, Kevin Durant definitely gives the Suns a different look, and, and I think that watching them play without Kevin Durant kind of made me appreciate even more how good of a team they are i mean if chris paul plays like that the dude is uh, they're so tough to beat you know they've got two incredibly great one-on-one scoring players you've got that pick and roll game with paul and deandre ayton um and they definitely knew the weak points to find right like if i was playing the kings i would say we're gonna shoot as many corner threes as we possibly can in this game. That is all <laughs> we're, we're going to look for alley-oops or, or layups, and we're going to look for corner threes because that's how you beat this team, um, or, or at least that's how you break down this defense and get the best shot. But that being said, I think overall this game, when you take a look at it from a, a broader scope, you just appreciate two things. Number one is the, this coaching staff. Yeah. They have done such great things for the players on this team in terms of confidence, um, in terms of schematics, unlocking them, all of that, and the fact that they've gotten everybody to buy in, to believe, you know, as many times as you keep hearing, oh, the Kings are just, they're frauds, they're all this stuff, they're going to fade away. Um, Haters going to hate. You have two of the starters on statistically what's been one of the best starting lineups in the NBA all season long. Yep. They're basically thrown away in this game and said, doesn't matter, we don't need them because we've got guys like Kessler Edwards who's barely played. 
that's all a product of the coaching staff and, and instilling the belief in these guys and also bringing the chemistry and the team together. It, that's, you know, one of the biggest X factors of having a great team. It's not just elite level talent. It's yep. having that, that belief and that uh, camaraderie, uh, you know, amongst the team because stars are great. Um, but what wins a championship is a great team. Exactly. And, and that is what this, this team is. It's just incredible to watch. And then it's also just how many way, different ways they can beat you. Like you said, they didn't hit on a lot of the things that you would think they'd have to get to go right in order for them to win a game. But they're so good at adapting offensively, finding mismatches, whether it's posting up Harrison Barnes when he's got Devin Booker on him or finding Sabonis when he, Devin Booker gets switched onto him. The two-man game between Malik uh, and Sabonis, just time after time, it's a, it's a pick-your-poison, you know, sort of like the Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton pick-and-roll. They're just starting to figure out, you know, how good this team can be together and how they can trust each other to win games, even when you think they might not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, exactly. They're no longer a collection of players. They are a team. And, Calvin, they are the best team in their division. Yeah. And you talk about stars. I mean, think about this division. How many stars can you name? Oh, there's a ton. You got Curry. I mean, you got Thompson. You got Kevin Durant. You have LeBron James, Anthony Davis, uh, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George. Like, this division is absolutely stacked with stars. Don't forget about De'Aaron Fox and DeMontis Sabonis. Yes. I mean, of course not. (laughs) I cannot forget about them. Uh, And they, you know, they play better as a team than any of these other teams. And they get their 40th win of the season tonight, Calvin. 40 wins is absolutely huge. Uh, Memphis gets the win today as well so the kings do stay on par and they are still the second seed in the western conference i want to go back to some of these players and talk about them but real quick i just got to highlight the importance here of getting 40 wins uh and they are what is this the 66th game of the season yeah. 40 wins that's absolutely huge they surpassed the 39 win total uh that this team had in the 2018-2019 the jaeger year mm-hmm. oh man that didn't sound good <laughs> at all um, but I mean, just, I'm going to read off the win, the win totals in these last couple of years, guys, this may be painful. If you have any kids, please uh, let them leave Hide the room kids. Hide your wife. here. Um, but 40 wins this year, last year, this is out of 82 games, 30 wins, 31 the year before 31 the year before that 39, I mentioned 27, 32, 33, 29, 28, 28, 22, 24, 25, 17, 38 in 07, 08, 33 in 06, 07, and then 44 wins in 2005, 2006. Uh, definitely something that I think the Kings are able to pass this year. They still got a ton of games left, a ton of juicy matchups. Uh, so I do expect them to do better than that, Calvin. And they might even get, I'm going to knock before I say this, but they might even get to that elusive 50 number. Last time they won 50 games, 2004, 2005. Calvin, that's almost 20 years ago. Long time. Wow. Long, long time. That is incredible. I see some people here in the chat talking about your hair again. Oh, yeah. How's that hair doing? It's doing good right now. Yeah? Enjoying it while you can? Yeah. I mean, it's good timing. You know, Maui's really hot in the summer, so cutting (laughs) all this hair off is going to be nice. The glass is half full, Calvin. (laughs) The hair is half cut. Uh, Any any ideas on what we're doing? We want to nail down It's not up to me. Uh, it's not up to me. Yeah, okay. yeah, Lane Barry's gonna cut it. 
Oh, I'm cutting it now? Okay. I thought that was the thing the whole time. All right. I'm going to practice. Maybe Or maybe no practice. Well, I guess it depends on what the haircut is. I don't know if I trust you doing some, some crazy, crazy stuff. Bowl cut. Bowl cut would be my favorite. Uh, but, yeah, this is crazy. I mean, just looking at these win totals, 55 in, in 2003, 2004, 59 in 02, 03, 61 in 01, 02. Uh, they're not going to hit 60. Tired red than bowl cut. Why not purple, EJ? There you go. Uh, they're not going to get 60 wins this year, Calvin. But, man, that it's just in, incredible to think about all the years that we've struggled <laughs> Thanks, Charles. watching this basketball team. And shout out to all my royal family out there, all my Kings members out there. Uh, Charles looks good in, in green. We saw Gotham sure on here looking good in green. That Royal Rebounds membership looks great on you. Um, Calvin, you want to remind Let's everybody go. what happens on Monday? Uh, Merch Monday, as you can see on your screen here. I was going to say they play the Bucks. But okay. <laughs> Merch Monday. So you can go and get some uh, Royal Rebounds gear like an end the streak t-shirt perhaps for when yep. the kings end the 16 year playoff drought yeah you can wear it to the playoff game game one that's what i'm planning on wearing as Ooh. well as the light the beam shirt underneath where can they buy this uh, merchandise they can buy it at royalrebounds.com and mondays is what it's 15 percent off with the coupon code and that code is that code is royal family Merch Monday. Oh, Merch Monday. Damn, I failed almost, the test. Almost got it. Failed the test. Hey, you can't, you can't win them all, Calvin. You got That's all true. the keys. I'm happy. I'm That's happy. Um, but, hey, let's jump here back into the players. Or did you want to go into the team stats? I, I briefly mentioned those. Uh, anything that really, really stood out to you in the team stats? No. Uh, I mean, the, the three-point shooting and the free throws, I think, were, were big keys in this game. Um, but it, this game was so tightly contested and, like you said, playoff atmosphere that – you almost can throw away most of these numbers and if you look too hard in them because it, it was really about grinding it out, getting big possession after big possession, stops, critical stops, even though you turn the ball over on one end, come yep. down, make a big stop, stand on the other end. Um, Kessler Edwards with that huge dagger three. Sabonis fighting for that loose ball gets oh, the jump ball. That was huge. That, I mean, huge. just so many, huge. so many huge plays that didn't end up in the team stats or in the box score in this game. It, yeah. it was it was that type of game. I'm going to throw some shade at Buddy Heald. Oh, do it. I love that. Um, watching that play of Sabonis fighting for that basketball, it made me feel so good inside because I'm looking at this and I'm like, this team cares. This team wants to win. They are battling. They are going after every single ball. Calvin, Buddy Heald didn't do that. No. Buddy Heald didn't give a shit. And it pains well, me to say that because I, I was a big about that, Buddy Heald fan. I do root for Buddy Heald, but Buddy Heald was not making those plays. Yeah, I can agree with that. I think Buddy Heald cares about winning because if you're an NBA player and you don't care about winning, I, I don't have much respect for you, really. Oh, wow. And I don't know how you really got there, to be honest. Okay. But it, it's so competitive to just to get to the NBA alone. For you to not care about winning and be an NBA player, that that is – pretty in incredible but yeah. i agree buddy healed is not the type of guy that's going to give up his body in most situations for plays like that yeah yeah but the uh, kings have a ton of those guys now they davion do. kessler edwards i mean keegan murray's more than willing to step in and take a charge it's a bonus obviously yep gives his body up more than pretty much anybody in the nba yeah he almost lost an eye tonight yeah <laughs> i felt like i was watching last season yeah. sacramento kings Aaron fox i mean the list goes on and on yeah. Uh, Goth in here says, what stood out to me was 
Harrison Barnes leading in points with o- with only 19 and still putting up uh, 128. This offense is legit. Exactly. Exactly the point that I was just trying to make, how this team is just so, so difficult to defend. Yeah, 37 minutes of action tonight for HB. Yeah. He was on the court almost the entire game. Intensity, effort. Uh, we mentioned him, you know, leading this team in scoring tonight. He had a rough go last last game offensively. But uh, yep. like we said, there's so many guys on this team that are willing to give give everything for a win. Uh, whatever it takes, and Harrison Barnes is an ideal person for that, right? He doesn't care about scoring. He doesn't care about anything except for winning. And he does the little things that it takes to win basketball games. The Kings needed some scoring from him tonight. He did it. Uh, he's not always going to have to do that. Um, but, I mean, what do you think about Harrison Barnes' game tonight? It was fantastic. I mean, another game where, you know, they, even though he doesn't kind of stand out when you watch him as an elite-level defender, the guy gives so much effort and so and tries so hard on that end. Also, adding into the equation that he, the types of players that he's forced to guard on a given night, you, you know, from one night to the next, it's usually an all-star level player. Uh, and, and he doesn't shy away from it. He doesn't complain about anything. Uh, he stays aggressive on the offensive end. Like I said a, a few podcasts ago, I think that you know, how deep and how well-rounded this team and how many scoring options they have now is really giving another shot of life into Harrison Barnes's game on both ends of the floor yep. because he's still able to give you those probably 10 to 15 possessions where you can give him the ball and he goes hard to the basket really, really hard where he posts up really hard, gets a good shot or gets to the free throw line. And then for the whole game, he's going to be playing defense, you know, giving great effort on a, a really – really important key player to defend. So it, he's been fantastic. And a guy that. with that championship pedigree. Absolutely. Yeah, he's been absolutely. absolutely huge. Shout out to Alfie, man, for officially joining the royal family. Alfie, green is good. The green looks good on you, bro. It looks great. Yeah, yeah, I'm right. I'm right. I know. I'm always right. I'm always, always right, except when I'm not. Uh, but great game tonight for Harrison Barnes. Absolutely huge. Uh I don't even. I'm. I'm not going to bring it up. I, I was going to talk a little bit about the off season, but I don't even want to go there. I'm feeling good after no, this. No, 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 man. We're not uh, talking about the off season anymore. We're talking about the post season. Post season, Calvin. We're a month away. Yeah, month away. Yeah. Looking at the Wait, standings, we can right see now. them clinch a playoff spot here in the next couple of weeks if yeah. things go, you know, the right way and they keep winning. Yeah, that's absolutely huge. Uh, shout out to Kevin for joining in here. Go green, he says. Go home, Kevin. <laughs> Go home. Um, looking forward to the playoffs or looking ahead here. Is there any team that you're like the Kings should face this team in the first round of the playoffs? Like, what do you think the Kings match up well against? We heard about the Lakers fans saying, we want to play the Kings in the first round. The Lakers might not even make the playoffs, Calvin. Um, but if you're a Kings fan and you're looking at this, you know, what team are, are you excited to play against in the first round? I, I don't care. Um, Great answer. I think that's, again, one of the things, and I, I uh, attribute this directly to the coaching staff, how they've gotten the right attitude for this team. It, it doesn't matter who you You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place 
to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Play in the first round. It, it's not about a favorable matchup. It, that the postseason is difficult, no matter what. Every team is going to present a problem for you. Every team is going to present a mismatch. Every team is going to make adjustments on you midway through the series. Yeah. A- and if you want to win in the postseason, it's just going to get harder in the second round anyway. So I don't care about any of that. I don't care that the Kings don't get national attention. All this stuff. I think that that's driving these guys. Yeah. You know, I really do. Like. It's not about anybody else. It's about us. You, you heard De'Aaron Fox and, and um, we Malik Monk say it after that Clippers win, Yeah, right? We yeah. don't give a fuck who's on the other side. Yep. We, we all care about us. We think we can beat anybody, um, and I think that's the right attitude to have. Great you know, answer. It's not it, – you hear other teams say that they want the Kings. Well, that's great. It, you know, be careful what you wish for. That, that's all I can say. Yeah. Yeah, great, great answer, Calvin. Great answer. I don't think you could have given a better answer than that. It's the playoffs, man. Playoffs. And we don't give a shit who we're playing. Yeah. You got to play good teams to get better. Absolutely. You got to beat good teams to get in the playoffs. You got to beat good teams to win a championship. And uh, the Kings are it's doing It's not going to be easy. The Kings are no doing No matter that. what. 
We talked a few weeks ago about this better that put, I think he put, what was it? 17,500 bucks on the Kings winning the title this year. Pays out $10 million. So crazy. How do you think that better's feeling right now? He's feeling pretty good. Or she, I don't know, whoever it is. Yeah. Wow. Talk about heart racing. Talk, yeah. I mean, man. Do you think they knew something? I I hope not. That would make me feel pretty, that would be a letdown, but. That's I'll wild. take a championship as a result of it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Who cares, says yeah. Jeff. Who, who cares? cares? We don't care who we're playing. You play players. to win the game. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. Um, I want to talk about Keegan Murray here, but I think we got Fred on Twitter spaces. You want to hear from Fred? Always love to hear from Fred. All right. Let's bring Fred on. Fred is calling in from the UK, one of our favorite members here on the channel. Fred. What is up, buddy? Good evening to you. Good evening to you. Are you good, Swiss? Are you good? Oh, fantastic, man. How I'm about you? Feeling I'm great. I am fucking great. Pardon uh, my language. How much wine have you had to drink? Uh, half a bottle tonight. I had a few buddies at the club and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah I finished at 12. I've done an early one tonight. So <laughs> I've done the, uh, the bar downstairs, went upstairs to the club for a couple of hours, jumped on my mic and I went malarkey, had a few bodies, and then uh, come home. With a half bottle of wine now. I've got another half bottle to, to drop off still. But a lot going on. What was I saying? <laughs> yeah, I gotta be honest, I didn't hear much or I didn't understand a good portion of that. But Can you hear us? Can you hear us? So Fred. Can you hear us? Can you hear us, yeah? yeah, yeah, <laughs> we yeah I can hear you. Oh Fred, I love um, that. <laughs> what were your thoughts on Keegan Murray tonight? He only played fifteen minutes, didn't make a shot, zero points, zero rebounds and assist. I mean, I, I don't want to get overreaction Saturday here uh, and say that Keegan's falling off and all this stuff because that's obviously not true. Um, but it is concerning to see him struggle. Happy to see a guy like Edwards, uh, you know, get in there and play exceptionally well. But what are your thoughts on Keegan Murray tonight? It's one game, in it? It's one game. You, 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 can't, you can't go in on Keegan on one game. He's been exceptional. Like, I suppose the last 20 games, Keegan Murray has been exceptional, especially the last game. The game before tonight, he was so good. Back in the old golden one centre, it was dropping threes like, you know, nothing else. He comes in tonight, he struggles, it's a one-off. You know, Kessler, you know, Kessler Edwards, that's a hidden gem. He, you know, that's another, you know, Monty, Monty is a fucking magician, isn't he? He is a magician of sure finding is. these players. So good. But yeah, Keegan, it's, it's a one-off. He'll come back in in the next game. Well, uh, are we back at home in the next game? Fred, it's like you're in a bird sanctuary yeah, or something. Yeah, you're, are you in no, a no, bird this is literally, this is, this, is, this is it. Like, literally, the sun is now coming up in the UK, and I live uh, around a place with trees and all that malarkey, so the old birds are waking up. <laughs> 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 I've got the door open. I'm having a figure at the minute. Hang on, let me close the door. You'll hear me better. Um, Fred, you're, I mean, yeah. I don't think a lot of people understand how big of a Kings fan you are and, and how crazy it is that you stay up and watch this Kings game all night long and celebrate it in the morning time. Like, that's dedication, man. Yeah, it's not dedication. It's my time zone, I suppose, where <laughs> obviously the job I'm doing, it, it, it kind of suits me. Uh, it's probably more of a say the Kings are probably a bit of a savior to me, sort of playing at this, this time of day uh, to, to stop me getting really bored out of my fucking brain, I suppose, because... <laughs> It's not like you can have a lot of mates at like 
three o'clock in the morning, you know, <laughs> doing a job like this. So, just, just like the you kids, know, man. Fred is a total team yeah. player. Yeah. Gives all the credit yeah. to the team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, How good is Malik? a ton of credit. Uh, I want to just, you know, real, real quick, right back to Keegan Murray. Um, I think the amazing thing for Keegan is the fact that he's so young. He is a rookie, but this team is winning basketball games. He's got a lot of guys to look up to, like Harrison Barnes and stuff like yeah, that. Of course, guys that have of been course. there, done that before. If you're a guy like Harrison Barnes, what are you saying to Keegan after the game to keep his confidence level up? I'm not saying anything to Keegan Murray. I'm not going to say anything because it's just a one-off. You know, he's been like I was saying, you know, like a, a minute or so ago. He's been brilliant for like the last 20 games. He's coming tonight. He's not been too good. But he's also shown because he had, he had a few struggles at the start of the season, didn't he? He sort of bounced back from that. It's a one-off. You, you don't say anything to the guy. You just say, Do you know what? It's just one of them nice pal. You know, we all have them. Um, next game, you're probably going to come out and score 25, get 10 rebounds, and, you know, you just go from there. So you just don't say anything to the guy. Because I think if you say something to Keegan Murray, you know, it, it might then get stuck in, you know, as a rookie, It'll get stuck in his head and he'll think, well, maybe I'm going to go for a struggle now. So if, if I was a veteran in that locker room and Keegan Murray is, is, is a rookie, I would go to him and pat him on the head and go, do you know what, mate? Just one of them games. Next game, you'll, you'll just go out there and you'll absolutely fucking smash it. So that's what you say to a guy like that. Do you agree with that, Cal? Yeah, yeah, I agree completely. I mean, I think that the, the fact that they've – stuck with him in the starting lineup even when he was going through a bit of a drought or a slump earlier in the season you know should be enough confidence already um i think you just say hey man you know it's all good get some rest. it's just we're one of those games you. isn't it for we're it need you on monday we're gonna need you day after that the day after that get ready for the playoffs it, there's it, it's if you were to go to him and say anything more than that it would almost be like an insult you know yeah yeah i, I think that personally but yeah i see uh, and then you got like a whole psychological thing in the head in you davion mitchell and the great performance that he had tonight 13 points for him but also played some incredible defense and only 16 minutes of action uh fred what, what are your thoughts on davion mitchell well, it's just like I said before, I think, you know, um, I think it, I think you brought him up before and it's almost like the uh, the NFL, you know, you sort of roll him out like a, def- like a defensive player, don't you? He's a defensive specialist. So, and the thing is, you know, he's now starting to score a few points. So he can always get the assists as well now, you know, not in the major numbers like uh, a De'Aaron Fox, but um, when, you know, the, uh, the, the player rise where you have to bring that defensive player on, you just roll him on and he just does that whole defensive thing as if it was like a NFL defensive player. So, you know, he, he does his job, doesn't he? You know, and I don't think we could ever really get rid of him because I, I think it would be really, really hard to replace a player like Davion. You know, I think he's so, so undervalued almost. Um, but then, you know, defensive players are always going to be undervalued because they're not the, the flashy superstar players who are going to be putting up 30 a night with 10 assists. Uh, but but to have someone like Davion who can, who can come on and he can make that, that really important defensive play, you know, that can be the thing between winning and losing the game sometimes or even shifting the momentum from, you know, uh, the offensive team, you know, scoring 10 in a row 
to have a player like Davion coming on and getting that defensive stop and then we go up the other end and score a bucket and stop that whole thing. So, yeah, you know, he's an undervalued player. I love Davion Mitchell and I love his passion. I love his pride. Um, and a little bit like Sabonis tonight, he was on the floor fighting for that ball. You know, he's he's a bulldog, isn't he? So, yeah, that's my opinion on Davion. You know, great player. Never get rid of him. All right. Well, Fred, Fred loves Davion. I, I mean, I'm a big Davion fan as well. I am as well. And, and I talked about the deadline. Like, It would be great to bring in just another defensive-minded player that you can play with Davion and kind of lock people down, put them in certain situations. Kessler Edwards seems to be becoming that guy. Yeah. Uh, we've also yeah, seen massively. play much better defense. We've seen De'Aaron Fox step up his defensive game. Calvin, I mean, throughout the season here, we talked about how it's, it's tough to develop a guy like Davion Mitchell because – he doesn't get a ton of minutes. He's playing behind a, a first-time All-Star in De'Aaron Fox, the franchise player. Um, yet Davion is still figuring out a way to be impactful in 15 to 20 minutes of action. Uh, Calvin, have you noticed any improvements in Davion's game this year? Or is he just kind of that steady guy that just will go out there and do the same thing every single night? Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I mean, I think it's more just, you know, comfortability and another or a full year under your belt. Um, and when it comes to improvements, like I think he's still learning how to make better decisions overall as a guy who's going to have the ball in his hands in the NBA, even though they kind of use Malik Monk as the main, um, you know, play initiator. But yeah, I think that he's going to just continue to develop more and more the more he gets on the floor. Like, He's already a really, really solid NBA player. He has great attributes both offensively and elite attributes defensively. So I think that the team winning, the new pieces around him, they're kind of using him in a different way than they were last year. He's being asked to do some things that are a little bit different on a winning team now. He was on a winning team in college and in high school too, but he was a much bigger focal point of those Definitely. teams than this, than this team. So it's kind of just figuring out when to pick and choose his spots and how to still be effective on yeah. defense throughout all of that. But, again, I think as the, the more this team plays to, together, the more games that they get under the belt, the more comfortable they get with each other, that's only going to mean that Davion is going to have more and more of these, you know, better games offensively, even more of a scoring yeah. burst. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I feel that Davion has – gotten much better offensively just in terms of like shot selection what he's doing um uh, he looks a lot more comfortable out there obviously the defensive numbers are, are going to be there the defensive yeah. in effort the intensity is, is going to be there but i've really noticed a difference on the offensive end of the floor in terms of the he's, shot selection he's kind of he's kind of picking his shots now isn't he as well yes yes well and you got to remember he, this dude has been <laughs> such an elite player for his entire life and a volume yeah. scorer volume shooter yep a guy that took a bunch, a ton of shots, had a, a lot of attempts, had a lot of different looks throughout his entire career. And now that's basically been taken away from him. He has to learn how to pick and choose those spots, when to be aggressive, when not to, Definitely. when to make the right play in at the NBA level. That's a very, very difficult thing to do on the fly when you're also having to play lockdown defense on the best yep. point guards in the NBA. So hats off to him. Like I think he's done a great job through the whole thing. Yeah, one word. 
if I could describe the difference in Davion Mitchell this season, it is efficiency. He is much, much more efficient. Nice, the boy Fred. One hundred percent. Yeah, definitely well, Fred, uh, we really appreciate you joining us on the show tonight. I, I got one more question for you before we let you go. Um, yeah, of course. The Kings got to forty wins tonight. How many wins do you think they're going to get this year? Uh, they're going to get over sixty. And you know why? <laughs> Because, like I said before, we are taking a ring home. We're going to win the championship, you know. So we can still get over 60 wins, can't we? Oh, come on, come on. Keep the faith, believe. But can I, just, can I just say one more thing? It was sort of something that the Calvin was saying earlier about, um, obviously, other teams in the playoffs. So when we go into the playoffs, how other teams are going to be kind of looking at us. Now, other teams are going to be pressured by the fact that they, you know, if they get the Kings in the yeah, first round of the playoffs, the Kings, what happens next? Yeah, so there's going to be so much pressure on these teams, and they need to adjust to us because you know we are what we're, we're second now in the West. So yeah, yeah, yeah. rather than us going out there and having to adapt to like the Warrior style of play or the Maverick style of play, we keep just doing us and let them adapt to us. And they're going to have so much pressure on them in that first round game. You know, like, oh, you've got to beat the Kings because if you don't beat the Kings, it's going to be fucking humiliating. <laughs> so, and it is, it is going to be for them, you know, like TNT and all these national media stations, if they lose to us in the first round of the playoffs, they are going to be the laughing stock and they are going to know it. So that is, that's a huge amount of pressure on whoever we get in the first round of the playoffs. Would you agree with that? 100%. Calvin, what about you? Yeah. Um, I, I would love to say yes, Fred. I, I overall am going to have to disagree a little bit. I mean, the, pre- the pressure <laughs> in the playoffs is so great. No matter who you play, it doesn't matter if a team hasn't made it in 16 season. It doesn't matter if a team won it last year. I do think that the <laughs> national media will definitely play that narrative out, right? Like, especially if the Lakers get matched up with the Kings for you know, oh, some time in the first round. The national media will be hard, on, very, very hard on the Lakers if they lose to the Kings with LeBron and all, and all his... They'll all get the castrated, but, mate. They but, will uh, get castrated. From a, t- <laughs> from a team standpoint... I don't think anybody looks at it like that. Once you make the postseason, like I said, it it doesn't matter who you play. It's difficult every night. You have to beat good teams to win a championship. So, And the Kings are a good team. And shout-out to my homies yeah. from the Cabana, Maple Valley, Washington today, TFS Gaming. I see you. Thank you for watching. Appreciate you guys today. Happy hell birthday. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Calvin, I, I 100% agree with Fred here. I, I think that the Kings are playing with house money. Uh, no one expected them to be this good. Maybe they did, um, but nobody outside. Mike Brown them, probably did. Yeah, expected them to be this good, uh, and and they're playing with house money, dude. They're playing freely. Yes. I love what Fred said about uh, you know what you mentioned earlier. We don't care who we're playing. That reminds me of the old um, San Antonio Spurs. I, I think I remember mm-hmm. a, a quote from Greg Popovich from years and years ago talking about game planning for other teams, and he said, "I don't really care who we're playing. I yeah. don't game plan for other teams. I just focus on what." we can do and what we can do well and if we play our game we're going to win basketball games yeah um so i I think that was really really important fred we appreciate you so much for hanging out get some sleep pleasure guys 
Yeah, one more thing. Can I just give a, give a big shout out to my man Beeve? I think he's locked in as well. He's a, uh, a bit of a superstar producer here in the UK. He's, uh, I think he's got something like a mil- uh, 11 million streams on Spotify, makes a lot of dance music. And uh, he's thinking about, you know, he's, he's thinking about watching basketball, so he's going to be a Kings fan. Hell yeah. All right. Hell yeah. Shout out. So big up a Beeve. Big up a Beeve. Anyway, guys. God bless you and good night and keep doing what you're doing, yeah? Yep. Thanks, Thanks Fred. Fred. Appreciate you as always. And, See you uh, later, guys. And get Nick on. Get Nick on. Get fucking Nick on here. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> boys. See you, man. All right, I see Nick here in the request. Nick, we'll get to you shortly, uh, but want to go over a few more things first. Calvin, we haven't really talked much about the starters tonight. Uh, we talked about Domas a little bit. Um, I, I love the footwork, but I want to talk a little bit about Deer and Fox. Um, we were worried about the hamstring. Yep. Tell me, tell me what you saw tonight from Deer and Fox. Did it look like he was uh, favoring that leg at all? I didn't see that personally. I mean, I'm sure it's still sore. Um, my hamstrings are sore from the other night. So, and I know I'm a lot older than he is, but it, he's playing a lot harder and a lot more games than I am. So I'm, su- I'm sure it's bothering him a little bit. There you go. Ain't nobody. Ain't nobody. Fox always be closing. No, he, he was just, he was great, man. I mean, tonight is, it was a tough physical game. There were a lot of points scored in this game, but the defensive intensity was really, really high, especially in that second half. Um, so I, I know it was t- difficult for Fox to kind of get to his spots early, but again, Mr. Clutch was there when they needed him in the fourth quarter, yep. and he made some really, really important defensive plays as well down the stretch. So huge plays. Uh, I thought that he was really, really great. He didn't shoot very well today, but they got the uh, you know pick up next man up from the bench performance yep. that, that shot very, very well, uh, and that that's the way. If you're a great player and you're not having a great shooting night, I mean, you, you dig down, grind it out defensively, make some key plays, and hit some clutch shots in the fourth quarter. Like, that. that's how you come out on top. Yeah, and, and I mean, dude, this game was won by effort by the Kings. They just wanted this win more than the Phoenix Suns did. We talked about all those statistics that did, they, they didn't quite hit, but it was the effort plays, it was the intensity, uh, it was the defense, uh, which is something we don't always talk about, especially when the other team almost scores 120 points. Uh, but the Kings just wanted this game more. They tried, uh, and, and really, they they made the plays necessary to make this thing happen. Uh, so shout out to all the Kings there. Uh, shout out to Jerry here in the chat uh, and everybody else. We appreciate you all so much for hanging with us and, and watching this channel. Please don't forget to smash up that like button. If you're not subscribed, uh, hit the subscribe button as well. Calvin and I are live after every single Kings game. Uh, We have a lot of fun here, breaking down everything, talking with you guys. Uh, And if you guys want to have your voice heard, you can always join us live on Twitter Spaces. Come up on stage like Nick is right now uh, and and have your voice heard. So shout out to all my legit Kings fans out there. Uh, You guys deserve deserve this win tonight. You guys deserve this season from the Sacramento Kings. And uh, enjoy it. Enjoy it while you can. I I mean, I I don't want to say that this Kings team is, is going to be good forever because you don't know how long this is going to last. So just enjoy it while you can. Uh, it, feels, it feels fucking fantastic to be the second team or second place in, in the Western Conference. 40 wins. 40 MFing wins. Uh, anything else you want to mention about De'Aaron Fox? Nah, just, just love him. Yeah, keep so it ha- up, King. So happy he's here and, and reaching his full potential. and Yeah, just a f- 
just a true treat to watch him play every yeah. single day. Yeah, it really is. It really, really is. Uh, I got I to gotta throw some shade at Ethan real quick. Because uh, <laughs> okay, Ethan's the, the biggest deer and fox hater that I know. Uh, and the other night, we're, we're talking about it, and he just goes, I said, what is there to hate about this guy? Like, he, he plays incredibly well. He loves this city. He loves this team. They're winning basketball games. He just made the all-star team. And then he goes, asterisk, asterisk. It's asterisk. He only made it because three other people got injured. I'm like, bro, he's an all-star, man. He is an all-star. Uh, what would you say to Ethan about that? I mean, if you don't like a player, you're always going to find a reason to not like them, whether it's a missed free throw yeah. like the other night, yeah, which ruined a parlay that I, Ethan and I actually had together. We almost cashed out on it. Yeah, If Fox would have hit one free throw at the end there. But, I mean, it, you just – if you don't like somebody, you're, you're not going to – you're going to make up – or you're going to influence your mind, even if they play well or even if they can't consistently play well, to say that you don't think that they're good enough um, or that they're not better than said player, which, you know, there are definitely players in the league that Fox is not better than. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I think that he's proving a lot of people wrong this year, and if they win in the playoffs, he will prove even more people wrong. That, yeah. That's all you got to do. You just got to keep winning. And I think, you know, the fact that everybody knows his, his name, right? But Darren is still so young, and he's getting better and better and better. We see that. You, you know, I, I, I like to say that he's a better player now than he was at the start of the season, and I think that he's going to continue to get better and better and better. He's got the work ethic. He's got uh, the staff around him. He's got the right mindset. Uh, and he's got a chip on his shoulder, which I feel yeah. like a lot of players on this Kings roster have a chip on their shoulder. They have something they want to prove, and that just drives you to be better. He puts in the hard work. He's been amazingly healthy. I'm going to knock again on that. Yeah, um, for sure. And he, he is going to continue to get better and better and better. So I expect De'Aaron Fox and DeMontis Sabonis to both make the All-Star team again next season. And I, I think the sky's the limit for this team, for this pair. Uh, they love playing together. They love this city. Uh, I, I'm going to say it again, Cal. And this is a team. It's officially a team, not a collection of basketball players. Uh, they all root for each other. It uh, doesn't matter if somebody's not making shots or not. Another guy steps up and takes that position. Uh, and they don't seem to really to really care about individual stats, individual statistics or things. They just care about winning basketball games. And that is the most, most important part. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, for sure. All right, anything about Kevin Herter, Calvin? 19 minutes tonight, nine points. The dude's been on a little bit of a streak lately, shooting the basketball after going through that cold streak, uh, but didn't play a lot tonight. Uh, it's interesting, dude. Looking at these bench players, I mean, Trey Lyles, 21 minutes of action. We've seen him get a lot of minutes lately. Uh, Metu, 13 minutes, 26 minutes tonight for Kessler Edwards, 25 for Malik Monk, 16 for Davion Mitchell. Yeah. Um, Give me your thoughts on Kevin Herter, and then I, I want to know a little bit about how you feel Mike Brown views this roster in terms of starters, bench players, and like why sometimes he's just like, this guy's not doing it for me. I'm just going to run with another guy, and, and it seems to be working. Um, well, man, that's I could take a long time to answer that, that last part of the question, so I'll try to keep it relatively short. But uh, I, I overall... I've said this so many times, Mike Brown for being only 66 games in 
to, to coaching this team, having a bunch of new players on this roster that weren't there the year before. He's got a very, very solid feel for this team. And I think the fact that they're a young team, he was one of the perfect people that they could have matched with yeah. that young roster because his, uh, you know, all-in-or-not attitude, his it's kind of like coaching in high school a little bit where if, if you do something wrong, you get yanked right away. And you learn very quickly, okay, these are the habits that I have to build if I want to exactly. stay on the floor. Exactly. And that works with young, I would say, with younger players and, and guys that maybe aren't big-time superstars and, you know, have had 10-plus years of making the all-star team. And, you know, in their mind, you would love to have those guys on your team. Mm -hmm. But maybe that type of coaching style doesn't work as well on those people. And you can argue that maybe you wouldn't have to use it on those players either. But... I just think that it's the right match for this team. Um, he's done it all year long where he is rode with the hot hand. I think that he, f you know, went for a, a bit of a lightning strike in this in this game in the first half with putting Kessler Edwards in there, and it worked. It responded well. Um, and when you get the whole bench playing well together, you know, I, I, the team is, is so in tune with each other that when Kevin Herter doesn't play late in games or when Keegan Murray doesn't play late in games – it doesn't really seem to bother them. You know, yeah. they just want to win the game. And clearly that was the right combination of guys to go with down the stretch. So I just hats off to the coaching staff for having that ability to, to make those decisions, be right on them most of the time and keep instilling confidence in everybody as a whole. So that, you know, Kevin Herter knows he's going to come out on Monday and start and have to play well against a good Milwaukee team in order for them to win. That, that's just the, the mindset that the team has for sure. Yeah. And I think it's a lot of selflessness from yeah. a lot of these players understanding that there are going to be nights where I'm not making shots. There are going to be nights where a bench player plays better than me. And that's okay because we all want the same thing. We're all on the same basketball team and we just care about winning basketball games. And I think having that mindset is really important. I think it starts at the top, right? It starts with Monty and Wes Wilcox bringing in guys that understand their roles on this basketball team, bringing in guys that are selfless uh i mean even even sabonis and fox these are guys that understand uh what winning is what it takes to win basketball games and you know it, i think he had a game deer and fox had a game earlier in the season right where he had like 40 or something they lost the game and he's like i, I don't really care that i had 40 tonight. i wanted a w and i think that's a really really good mindset to have and it just it starts at the top like i said and it continues to trickle down through these players and when you're a guy coming into a team and, and learning this culture mike brown talked about creating culture on this basketball team and understanding that a uh, coach is going to push buttons as somebody mentioned here in the chat he's going to get the best out of you and if you're not playing well that's okay. We're going to pull you. We're going to put in someone else that is playing well. It's nothing personal. It's nothing against yeah. you. Uh, it, they're doing whatever it takes to win basketball games, and I, I think that is absolutely key. And uh, something that I've not seen from this Kings team in a really, really long time. This year is different, Calvin. Uh, having star players like Fox and Sabonis, it, it's it's great, man. It really, really is. Yeah, that, absolutely. All championship level teams have those guys that they are going to count on you know from their bench unit to play big time moments yeah. late in games in meaningful games in playoff games 
I mean, you know, you could go on and on. Manage Nobly, if you want to talk about the Spurs for a long time, that that was one of those guys, Boris Diaw. Like, those guys played starter minutes in playoff games, even though they were coming Definitely. off the bench Definitely. for a long time. So this is no different. And, and coaches that have won in the NBA and won titles, they understand that. So 100%. Mike Brown absolutely is in that boat. 100%. And they give each other confidence. They give each other confidence, which is huge. We talked about Kessler Edwards and the fact that he played 26 minutes of action tonight, Calvin. This is a guy that's played four games. This was his fifth game with the Sacramento Kings. He was a uh, he was their only addition, really, uh, at the trade deadline, and a lot of people were confused about the addition. Uh, he turns the ball over late in this game. They give them the, the ball right back, Calvin, and he hits a huge three, and his teammates are cheering for him I think he's embracing the culture the team is embracing him it's just so cool to see everybody working together and and a guy that's only been with this team for a few weeks uh you know them having confidence in him to just go right back to him give him a big shot he makes the big shot and uh this is this is good team basketball 100 good team basketball all right I want to go to Nick here in a second but before we do that give me some praise for Kessler Edwards Oh, dude, what can't you say uh, about this guy? I mean, (laughs) in the two games recently that they've called on him to to play a big role, one of those games he had to guard Anthony Edwards, and this game he had to guard Devin Booker. Yep. I mean, to ask a young guy who really doesn't play that much, hasn't played a lot at all this season, whether it was in Brooklyn or in Sacramento – for him to come in and be ready in the fourth quarter or whatever it is, first half, a close game, um, you know, those are the types of players that make huge differences on winning teams, right? A, a guy that can block out all the noise, um, is a really, really aggressive and talented defender to stay with some of the better guards and wing players in the NBA, challenge shots, do the dirty work, get on the floor, uh, and then to have the mental um, – you know, strength or whatever you want to call it. Fortitude. Fortitude. Bit, pretty big turnover late in the game yeah. in what uh, that play if, could have iced the game right then. Yeah. Uh, on that fast break, Sabonis throws him the ball. Pass was maybe just a touch behind him. Definitely should have got hold, held on to it, though. Mm-hmm. Makes a key turnover. The Suns come down. They get, I believe, an and one after that play to cut the lead to one. And then he comes back and makes up for it with a huge, huge three. After his three-point shot before that clanged off the backboard too strong. Yeah. Uh, the guy has no fear. Clearly, he, the moment is not too big for him. Um, and he's – for. Uh, it says a lot for a guy that doesn't play a ton of minutes to come in and still have the, the aggressiveness and the want to take a shot like that. Yep. A lot of guys might come in and, f- and feel like, I'm not the guy for this shot right now. I need to get the ball to De'Aaron or I need to get, to get it back to Malik. If you're open and you've got a shot in rhythm, you take yep. it. Yep. And you take it with confidence and you knock it down like he did. That was an incredibly big moment for him. Uh, and he probably earned himself a bunch more minutes. Definitely. Not just from that shot, from the way he played all around. But he's done that multiple times now. He had a big three in the Minnesota game yep. as well. So, And when he makes shots like that, it makes things easier for Fox and Sabonis. Yes. And I think Fox understands that, and that's why he puts confidence in other guys and, and gives them that ability like, hey, 
we're all on the same team, right? Like, and, and it's, I know I keep saying this over and over and over again, but there's a lot of teams that don't feel that way. You can tell by watching the way they play basketball, that they don't feel like they're all on the same team. Uh, and, and this, this is a perfect example of a basketball team. Uh, shout out to Jose for joining in here. 40 wins, Jose, 40 wins. Uh, Jose is a member of the world family. He, uh, subscribed and he's also, uh, a member here. So if you guys want to become a member, support the channel with us, click on the link I just posted there in the chat. It looks good in green. It looks good in green. You ready to hear from Nick? Yes. Yes, it is time to get the pizza update. All right, Nick. How are you, bud? Good. Fire the laser. Fire Fire laser. Fire the laser. Wow, the purple beam. Is lit. I can see it. Oh, you can see it? I'm jealous again, man. You can see the purple being right behind you guys. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> it's it's pretty. It is so, so beautiful. Nick, how, how's your day today, bud? Good today. You know, got to have a nice, got to have my last basketball project today. It was pretty good. Okay. That's good. No, I have my... I, I, I feel very great under this project today. You know, I think I'm ready to go on the 18th to finish off getting my trophy, so my my medal, gold medal. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, you're ready. Yeah, you know, after, the, after having this last basketball project today, I think I'm ready to go. That's awesome. All right, man. Sounds like a great day. And then you cap that off with a King's victory. Great win tonight, yeah. right? Yeah, great way. Fire the laser. Light the beam. Why not light the beam? Uh, Nick, I feel like this game was a little different than a lot of other wins this season. Calvin and I went over the team stats, a lot of metrics that we'd like them to hit in terms of threes, uh, assists, low turnovers, stuff like that. But the Kings were able to find a way to beat this Suns team. They were able to find a way to win this game tonight in a little bit of an unconventional way, not their normal uh, recipe for success. I mean, what did you see tonight out there that was a little different? I did see, you know, I think they played they played really well tonight. You know, played good defense tonight when they when they get win your ball game tonight. Win your ball game, play good defense and and, and get get yourself a win. You know, getting a ball game, moving the ball around. You know, passing the ball to your teammates. You know, it, it just they played really well tonight. Played good defense tonight. When you play good defense, you win games. Yeah, great, great, preach, point. great, great point. Uh, yeah, Nick, I think, I think the question that everybody is asking themselves right now is, uh, did you eat some pizza today? No, not today. Okay, you're being a good boy today. All right, all right. Yeah, didn't have it today because there's no games that go to one center, and you know, tomorrow the Kings have a nice day off. They get to enjoy their day off. You know, it's a quick trip to go to one center on Monday before they go on the road trip for a game. Yeah, yeah, it is good to have some days off. It is good to have some rest. They are returning home to face the Bucks on Monday. Uh, give me your keys to the game to beat the Milwaukee Bucks on Monday, Nick. Well, you got to play good defense, stay on your man, and play really well. On Monday, you get yourself a win. Okay, okay. Those those are get all good 40, things. Get get forty one wins on Monday. 
40, get 41 one wins on Monday. That's awesome. That is that's great. I mean, the Milwaukee Bucks are are a really good basketball team, right? This team uh, won an NBA championship just a couple seasons ago. They have one of the best players on their team in yeah. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, what can the Kings do to help slow him down? Just slow him down and play. You know, just guard your guy. Guard your guy. Stay on Giannis. Stay on your man. Stay on your man. Uh, are you putting Kessler Edwards on on Giannis? Yes, I am. Yeah, he's been incredible, right? He has been absolutely huge. All right, Nick, are we well, going? Are we? Are we going to fire laser on Monday? I think we're going to fire the laser. What do you think, Cal? Oh man, I hope so. That's that's going to be a tough one. I, I I mean, every game this week I've I felt like is a really really tough game. This might be the toughest of them all. Uh, the, there's Cal, that, been nobody over the past couple of months. You know, Calvin, uh, other than the Kings playing as good yeah. as the Milwaukee Bucks, so Cal- Calvin, you should call in Deuce Mo on when they work for Sacktown Sports eleven forty nine one six three three nine eleven forty. Call in the radio station Monday through Friday with Deuce Mo at the radio station. Okay, may- maybe on Monday because I don't work on Mondays, but I can't do it on Fridays. Monday, yeah, we got a game on Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Let's call in on Monday. That'd be fun. That'd be a lot of fun. Call right, in Nick. 916 <laughs> All right, Nick. We appreciate you for calling in tonight. Uh, hopefully yeah. you have a wonderful evening, and hopefully we'll see you again on Monday. All righty. Sleep beams. Sleep, Sleep beams, Nick. Beams. Sleep beams. Always good to hear from Nick. I love I love Nick. All right, Calvin. Um. We've been going for a little while here, and hey, fuck it. Let's go a little bit longer. Um, Why not? I want to talk about Monday's game against Milwaukee, but before we do that, is there anything else uh, you want to talk about in tonight's game? Anything that you saw that that the Kings did a little differently? Things that you saw that they did exceptionally well? Uh, Anything else that you'd like to highlight from tonight's win? Um, No, I I don't think there's too much that they're doing differently. I mean, offensively, they they have to kind of – as I mentioned before, they're so good offensively, they they can beat you in so many ways. And I think teams try to force or take things away from them. They just make adjustments midway through the game. They go about their business. And whether it's, you know, the usual suspects stepping up or you get unlikely heroes like Kessler Edwards and, and Chemezi Metu down the stretch, they're making big plays. They, they just find ways to win. Um that that's the thing that amazes me most about this team. You know, we talk all the time about how they're not a great defensive team, even though they play better defense as the game goes on. That that now maybe they've found another key component into being a better defensive team. Mm-hmm. If Kessler Edwards gets more minutes, they've just found ways to adapt and get better over the course of the season. And one of the things I said at the top of the show here is. They win games even when you feel like they shouldn't win or they're not going to. Yep. I mean, I must have said five or six times watching that double overtime game against the Clippers, <laughs> this game is over. The Kings have lost. Uh, it was a great game, but it's over. And every time I said that, the Kings made a huge run. They made, they forced, you know, four turnovers in a row. They hit big shots. It, it's just, it's just incredible what yep. they're doing. Yeah, it really, it really is. It's uh, I'm still in shock, Calvin, watching this team play and win basketball games. I am still in shock. They've 
Dude, such a dramatic turnaround. Such a dramatic turnaround. It is incredible. Shout out to Alfie, man. Jay is out there. I saw Callum was here. Wendy, shout out to Wendy. And also uh, Poker Pro for just joining in here. Uh, welcome to the channel. Wow, Calvin. Wow. Huge win tonight for the Sacramento Kings. Huge, huge win. We also mentioned the Memphis Grizzlies. They won tonight as well. Kings play on Monday. Memphis plays on Monday. They play the Mavericks again. Uh, that game is a little bit earlier, 1.30 our time on ESPN. So we'll know the results of that game before the Kings game. Um, but Monday's game is really, really important for the Kings if they want to remain in that number two spot, if they want to stay on pace. Uh, I think they do have a great chance to win on Monday, um, even though the Bucks are an incredible, incredible basketball team. Uh, this Kings team just continues to, to strive for perfection. And uh, th there was a, a funny quote I heard on the, on the game today. Uh, I think it was by Mark Jones, and he says uh, – Mike Brown is a perfectionist, and he talked about how if De'Aaron Fox could walk on water, Mike Brown would say, yeah, but he can't swim. What do you think about that? <laughs> Mark Jones, is a, he's a much more talented person with the English language and words than I am. That's what I think about that. Yeah, yeah. I think that just goes to show that, that Mike Brown – um, you know, as good as things have been going for the Kings, right, they've been winning basketball games, there's always room to improve. And, and I think that, you know, complacency is a word that you hear thrown around a lot yep. um, where guys get complacent. I, I don't see any complacency on this team, and I think that starts with Mike Brown. And I think that's absolutely crucial uh, when you're, you know, pushing for the playoffs here. You're going into a bunch of really, really tough games is not taking your foot off the gas. We heard him talk about the last victory, right? And he said it wasn't a really good win because we were up a ton, and then we took our foot off the gas. We let the other team back into the game. Yes, we did win the game, which is ultimately what we want, but we're building, like you said, habits um, that this team can yeah. build off of. So I think having a coach that has that mindset is, is absolutely huge. It's crucial. Uh, Mike Brown, Coach of the Year. Oh, yeah, it's a lock at this point. Um, I will say it's probably pretty easy to keep a team from being complacent when you haven't made the playoffs in 16 years and most of your players – on your roster have never played in a playoff game before, but I totally get the the meaning or the sentiment of that message. And I think on a day-to-day -day basis, when you're in the grind middle of a season, yep. you know, we talked about it going into the all-star break. A lot of these guys have never been in this situation before, but having Mike Brown as the coach who's done it so many times, you know, in his career yep. is the right type of guy to, to keep getting the right mentality, freshness over and over again, coming into practice every day, resetting yourself. Mm. He's the right guy to lead them down that stretch, even though they're entering for themselves uncharted territory for some of them. And he's, he's setting expectations <coughs> for these players, which I think is, is huge, right? A lot of people are like, oh, so Mike Brown, like your goal was to make the playoffs. And he's like, no, my goal is not to make the playoffs. My goal is to win a championship yes. with this team. And, and I think it's important to set large goals, but also to have small milestone goals on the way, things that you can do to congratulate yourself, but also still, you know, you got your eyes on the prize and that's to win a championship. A lot of people think that that's pretty unrealistic for the Kings, uh, but I can tell that the players believe that that's possible. Uh, and yeah. that's really where it starts. And they're, they're 
they're changing heads every day, dude. They're they're impressing people every day. We've we've watched uh, ESPN capitulate into thinking the Kings <laughs> are a good basketball team now. Where just a few months ago they were, you know, yelling at, at the top of their lungs that the Kings got robbed for Tyrese Halliburton. Yep. Uh, it was malpractice. malpractice. The the yep. NBA should investigate it. The Kings suck. They're always going to suck, right? Yeah. Uh, and and we've seen them kind of do a one eighty now. And and you know we had our last game on TNT and. Everyone's like, this team is great. Yeah. Zach Lowe, yeah. Uh, who has an NBA podcast and uh, uh, writes a column for ESPN. I'm sure most people know who he is. But he said there is, and this is a quote, there is a universe where we wake up and the Kings are in the conference finals. That is incredible. This season. Yeah. It's a possibility. Fuck yeah, Calvin. That's awesome. People I are am, finally coming around. I am excited for that. Also, shout out to Bouncer here. Uh, for keeping everybody safe in the chat. Bouncer, we appreciate you so much, dude. You're here uh, almost for every single show, uh, and you do a fantastic job, and we just want to thank you again. Like, you've been so, so incredible. And, uh, yeah, my golf game is, is not that great. I golfed again yesterday, Calvin. <laughs> Man, uh, you've been playing a lot lately. I know. You'd think I'd get better, right? but well, I don't. Golf is one of those games. It is so frustrating, dude. There's just moments where I'm like, Wait, I paid to come out here and get yeah. frustrated? Like, what is going on here? What is going on? All right, Calvin, let's talk about Monday's game. Um, but real quick, let's talk about complacency. Because uh, <laughs> if I were to name a team in the NBA that's complacent, it would be the Memphis Grizzlies. Oh, man. Can you be complacent if you really haven't won anything? Yeah, you can. You can. And I think that's what a lot of people were calling out earlier in the season, right? Where this team was celebrating on the court. They were talking smack to everybody. And Clay Thompson said, bro, you haven't won anything yet. You haven't done anything. Like, what's going on here? And, and Memphis just felt like they were better than every other team in a cocky way. The Kings, I, I don't think they believe they're a better team uh, than other teams. I think they know they're a better team. Um, but they show it a little bit differently. Um, and, and you want to kind of break down the differences you see between this Memphis team and this Sacramento Kings team? Because I, I called it at the beginning of the year. I said this Kings team is going to be last year's Memphis Grizzlies team in terms of surprising everybody, uh, the growth from a lot of these players. Um, but I think they're doing it a little bit different way. What do you think? Yeah, I, I would say so. I, I mean, I think it's just the attitude of the team. Um, look, the Everybody or a lot of people have pointed out lately that the Memphis Grizzlies don't have any veterans on their team. It's a bunch of young guys kind of running wild. I don't think there's a player over the age of 30 on that roster. Uh, and there's, you know, some question under as to whether or not that is influenced or, or let this John Morant situation swell and get out of control like it has. But like, I think it's just the attitude of the team. Um, you know, the Kings... They are maybe a year behind Memphis. At least Memphis had some playoff experience and a little bit of playoff success last season. But they, they have players on their team. You know, I, I view them as the new version or the modern-day version of the bad boys. Uh, and, the, of course, the bad boys did go on to win titles. Yep. Like, they, they actually achieved the ultimate goal, so they did back up a lot of that trash talk. But that's the mentality, I think, that's the same. Uh, other than Steven Adams, who I just saw pop up in the chat. I don't know if he has that sort of mentality. But these guys, they talk trash. That's what they do. They, they have a lot of swagger to their game. Um, and they try to, you know, get in the their opponents' heads and, and uh, wear them down mentally and physically. And 
and you know beat them with an athletic game at the end. I think the the Kings go about it obviously, like you said, a very different way. Um, they they're a much more finesse team. Uh, it, the coaching staff probably makes a big difference as well. But I, I think it's just the biggest difference to me is the the overall mental attitude of both players, like. Harrison Barnes versus Dylan Brooks. I mean, it, that's yeah. that's the difference in the, the how big the gap is between um, the how these teams go about it mentally into a game. Yeah, yeah, all great, great points. Um, I like the phrase um, "act like you've been there before." Yeah, and I think that's probably the main difference in this team. And, and you you nailed it. The veterans, right? Guys that have actually won championships. There's not a lot on this Kings roster, but it only takes a couple, uh, you know, to make that important yeah. uh, point there. Um, Memphis is running wild. A lot of young guys. Yeah, the oldest guy in the roster is 29. That's Stephen Adams, which is absolutely incredible. Um, but they act still like a guy that you would expect them yeah. to be able to take a lot of. Yeah. Good lessons from. And, and as we're finding out, yeah. he is trying, and they're still not listening. So Yeah. Anyways, uh, Grizzlies suck, dude. I'm just going to throw that out there. Worst team name in the NBA. Worst team name in the NBA. Calvin, let's talk about Monday's game. It is in Sacramento. It's against the Memphis Grizzlies. ESPN is giving the Kings a 47.1% chance. To win this game, uh, Wesley Matthews is listed as out. Giannis is currently listed as out. We'll see if he is available to play. Uh, he did miss his last game against the Golden State Warriors. There was three different is injury designations for him. One was non-COVID-related illness. Two was right knee soreness. And three was right hand soreness. Uh, pretty interesting there, Cal. Uh, we know that the Bucks are an incredible, incredible basketball team. They do have the best record in the Eastern Conference, and they're gearing up for a playoff run. So whether it's resting Giannis um, to keep him fresh and healthy for the playoffs or it, he is really dealing with some injuries is yet to be seen. But, uh, Calvin, give me your keys to the game on Monday. Well, before I go into those, I just want to say – you know, a lot of people might breathe a sigh of relief if Giannis doesn't play in this game. I, I don't. <laughs> the Milwaukee Bucks are that good of a team. Um, and even though Giannis might be out, they have a leading candidate for sixth man of the year who was hurt a good portion of the middle of the season. He is now back and playing huge again for them, and that's Bobby Portis, another big guy with a lot of length. The Kings struggle against those teams, and the, the Bucks possess that in spades, whether it's Brooke Lopez, Chris Middleton, uh, Drew Holiday is having another phenomenal season. This is an amazing team, even yeah. if Giannis doesn't play. So it, it goes without saying that this is going to be a difficult game no matter what. Key number one, as I'm kind of alluding to with all the size that Milwaukee has, stop me if you've heard this before, rebound. I mean, it's so important in this game. This could be another episode of what we saw against the Knicks in Golden 1 mm, on... Uh, hopefully not. Hopefully not, but it, it could be. The last time the Kings played Milwaukee in Milwaukee, they gave up 17 offensive rebounds as opposed to the 23 they gave up to the Knicks. Uh, it, it's obvious they're going to have to have a big-time effort on the glass. Uh, they're probably not going to grab every rebound. They're not going to hold Milwaukee to zero offensive rebounds, but it can't be 20 like it was against New York or 20 plus number two is transition defense the Bucks are a phenomenal team at getting the ball and running uh, and they have some players 
Giannis, if he doesn't play, obviously that's a, a big component of what this is, but they're very, very difficult to stop in the open floor. They, they push the ball very well. They've got a lot of great shooters on this team, uh, and they find those guys off of those fast break opportunities. And number three, I think, is going to be the Monk and Sabonis connection. All right. Kings only had 19 assists tonight. They had 19 assists the last time they played Milwaukee, hmm. in Milwaukee. Uh, and Monk only had one of those in that game. They've been playing much, much better together yes. lately. Yes, they have. I think when they're in the game together, the primary action and primary play should be pick and roll between the two of them because Monk is feeling it right now from outside. He's gotten mm -hmm. that three-point shot back. That adds a whole other dimension to defending that, uh, and it also is going to focus more a lot of attention on those two, which leaves opportunities for other guys to hit shots. Yeah. Yeah, great, great points there. Uh, Callum, Chris Middleton is healthy, and he is available for the game. Uh, he played 34 minutes in the last game. They lost in overtime to the Golden State Warriors, so he is uh, healthy and available. Another great player, uh, Bobby Portis, has been having an incredible season. Dude, is just ridiculous. Huge, huge for them. Such an amazing pickup for them, um, and to re-sign him this season, it was, it was such a great move. Yep, yep. Uh, Mike, we will be in Sacramento, hopefully for the first round of the playoffs. Uh, but I'm, I'm, dude, I'm going to a playoff game. I don't care. I will go to a playoff game this year. So I'm definitely, definitely excited about that. Uh, Calvin, we talked about how tonight's game was a little unconventional for the Kings in terms of numbers on how they won that. Uh, could you see something similar happening on Monday, or is there just a clear-cut recipe for success to beat this Bucks team? Um, I don't think there's a clear-cut recipe. I mean, certainly there are, you know, areas that you're going to want to attack. Um, you're, you're definitely – this team is, is a great defensive team. They can switch a lot. They pose a lot of problems defensively. But as I was saying before, the Kings adapt and make adjustments in-game situations offensively very, very well. They can beat you from a lot of different ways. I think De'Aaron Fox is going to have to play – overall a little bit better than he did tonight in order mm -hmm. for them to win this game that's just my gut feeling um, because I, I think that the Bucks are are one of the two best teams in the NBA honestly I really yeah. do they're that Definitely. good so and, and the Kings are uh, one of their bread and butter you know staples to their game is being able to get points in the paint and in the restricted area this team is really difficult to score on there Brooke yep. Lopez is an absolute monster in there uh, I don't know how many blocks he's averaging a game, but I think it's close to three per game. Y Giannis, if he plays, is another one of those guys in the middle, Bobby Portis. So I think that they'll have to stay hot as well from the three-point line like they've been lately to have a good chance to win. And they're just going to have to find a way to get enough stops. It it's not about playing a perfect game defensively a lot like it was tonight. They just have to play hard for a full 48 minutes and make enough key plays in key moments get a stop, get a bucket, that, that's how they're going to come out and win this game. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Great, great point. Brooke Lopez is averaging two and a half blocks a game this year. Yeah. Yeah, big inside yeah. presence for them. And, and he's going to pose a lot of problems for them, for the Kings on offense as well, because he's a great three-point shooter. He's going to draw Sabonis away from the basket. I know Sabonis isn't known as a shot blocker, but he's really the best guy inside they have. A lot of the Kings perimeter defenders <clears> – <throat> tend to get beat on some plays, Malik Monk, um, Kevin Herter for sure. So if Sabonis is outside playing defense on a, on a three-point shooter, 
for most of the game, that could be a problem as well. Yeah, yeah, great point. I love bringing up the the Monk and Sabonis connection because they really have played exceptionally, exceptionally well together. It's been very fun to watch. I didn't know Malik Monk was that good at the pick and roll game. Like I, I did not know it at all, and and he's been impressing me all season long. Of course, I got the jersey on right now, so I'm feeling fresh. I'm feeling, I'm feeling like Malik, the jump shooting freak, Calvin. Yep. Feel like uh, I can and splash that it's down really, some right now. I think it's uh, definitely understated how good that is for Sabonis too, because exactly. for so much of this season and so much of this of individual games, he has to exert so much energy and force uh, and take a bunch of bumps and hits working on guys inside in the paint, that great footwork that you talked about yep. in order to score. If he's got a great pick-and-roll guard with him who can dish it to him, forces defenses to take a lot of attention on him, he gets easy layups or dunks at the mm-hmm. basket where he doesn't have to go through somebody. That, that's a big, big thing for him. And it makes things easier on everybody Absolutely. else on the court. Absolutely huge. You want to hear from the Island boys here? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. The Kings won, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, the Kings won, yeah. The Sacramento Kings, oh, yeah, the Kings won, yeah. Fox is so fast. Sabanas is so strong, yeah. Coach Mike is so smart, yeah. They are the playoff bound, yeah. They are the playoff bound. That is crazy, Calvin. The Island Boys predicted the Kings were making the playoffs. They did. Or whoever asked them to make that video did. That is absolutely huge. Well, hey, we're about to wrap up the show, so appreciate everybody for joining in tonight. Please don't forget to smash up that like button. Hit that subscribe button. We'll be live on Monday night to cover the Kings' domination of the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, Domination? Cal, what's the Bucks' uh, mascot? It's a buck. Is it? Yeah. What's his name? I don't know. Okay. But I know it's a buck. Okay. That's a much better mascot than the Phoenix Suns. Uh, Yeah, and the pants. Yeah, yeah, the pants. A horrible, horrible name. Horrible name. Uh, any other thoughts on Monday's game? This, this is a big one, man. I mean, these games have all been big. It's all going to be tough down the stretch. But like I said, this is this is my team, was my team that I picked to win the title before the season started, Milwaukee. Yep. I, I think if you're going to measure yourself against anybody in the NBA, this is the cream of the crop. Certainly there's Boston. Denver is, has definitely locked themselves in um, to the number one seed in the West. But it, this is right now, to me, uh, the the best of the best. So it doesn't get any more exciting if you're a player. Yeah, You know, you, you have this opportunity to prove yourself here. They've gotten some national recognition, had a big win on national television now, if you go ahead and knock off this team, um, th- there's going to be even more heads turned and, and more good things said about the Sacramento Kings. So it, it's a big-time game for sure. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, Matthew, or sorry, uh, Mike's got an interesting question here in the chat. You want to read that thing? <laughs> um, my bet would be on Barry. The question is, will either of you pull a Jason Terry and get the championship tattoo before the finals are over? My bet is on Barry to do it. Probably not me. Dude, I would have done it last night. I was ready to run through a wall. <laughs> I was ready to run through a wall. Hey, we got one last caller. I'm going to bring him up on stage, Martin. I don't know if we've ever heard from Martin before, uh, but but we'll hear we'll hear what Martin has to say before we wrap up the show uh, and, and see uh, see how he's doing. Martin, are you there? Hello, Martin. I don't think. Mar- oh. oh, what a letdown. 
Martin, can you hear me? Can us? you hear me now? Oh, yes. yes can you hear me? Excellent. I'm, I'm Martin, and I came on your show one time about, I want to say about six weeks ago. I'm Bench Matthews' dad. Yes, sir. I remember oh, you. Martin, Mr. Bench, Senior Bench Matthew. Senior Bench Matthew. <laughs> and on that show, I predicted that the, four, that the Kings would have 49 wins at the end of this year. Oh, that's right. I remember that now. Man, we have to go nine. Are you the guy that put down ten thousand dollars on the Kings to win the championship this year? No, I'm not. (laughs) I wish I did. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah, Martin. I I remember that conversation, and uh, dude, it's looking it's looking pretty good here. Um, It's been quite a few weeks since we talked last time, uh, and the Kings are looking great, right? They're eight and one since the All Star break. Uh, give me your thoughts yeah. on the team currently, and um, are, are you sticking with that 49-win number, or, or are you going higher? Well, I, when I predicted 49, I got a lot of eyebrows turned up because they thought I was nuts. I'm but sure. uh, we, we're on track for 49 without much problem if we continue this momentum. We could definitely reach 51 or 52 if we keep up what we're doing right now. This is looking good, guys. It's looking great. It's looking great. It is looking so great. I, I still feel like this whole thing is a dream. Like the the turnaround that this team has made in, in one season has been absolutely in, incredible. Uh, you know, what's if you were to name like one thing that looks different between this Kings team and last year's Kings team, what, what would it be? Chemistry. Chemistry. Great word. Great answer. Great, great word. Yeah. I, and I'm the feeling, chemistry. I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great about this team, Martin. I'm seeing chemistry in the culture. I'm seeing it in the trust that the players have with one another. They're they're thinking of one mind rather than independent minds. And what what happens at the end of games is just fabulous. Where they where they their their defensive pressure steps up. They they elevate all of their focus. The la- the last twelve minutes of each game is just exciting. Absolutely. I couldn't have said it better myself. It's it's so true. And, and it's so evident when you watch it, right? I mean, especially if you've watched this team for, you know, even the last however many years, um, the stark difference, the night and day difference between how the team plays really throughout the course of the whole game, but especially in the fourth quarter, the, the togetherness, the defensive intensity, the chemistry, um, it, yeah. it stands out so much without a doubt. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, really, really it? does. All great, great points, Martin. Uh, the Kings' next game is on Monday against the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, what do you think it's going to take from the Kings to win this basketball game? Well, it's, it's going to take more of the same. They, they'll they have to have the kind of attention to detail like they had tonight against Booker, except the Bucks are even more intense because they have so many different strengths in their game they have so many different shooters their their defense is incredible they're just a they're just a high caliber you know top-notch team and it's just going to take an all-out effort for 48 minutes in order to get it done dude martin you're on fire tonight dude 100 percent. you're on <laughs> fire it's uh 
I mean, these are all great words, uh, great words of wisdom. And, and dude, I could not agree with you more. Um, I'm so happy about this team. It, it gives me hope. And, and I, I know it gives you and a lot of other Kings fans hope um, just seeing, you know, the differences in this team and, and how many like strides they make to get to this point. It's absolutely incredible. Uh, you want to give me a prediction on Monday's game? It's going to be a win. We'll light the beam. Light yes, the sir. Beam. Awesome. Great way to end it, Martin. We appreciate you for joining in. Uh, come back and hang out uh, anytime. I will. Good to talk to you guys. All right, buddy. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your evening, and uh, we'll see you soon. You too. Take care. All right, guys, that wraps up the show for us tonight. You heard what Martin said. Light the beam on Monday. The Kings are going to beat the Milwaukee Bucks. Calvin, any uh, last words for the royal family out there? Thanks for watching. Enjoy this win. 40 ounces of freedom for the 40th win tonight. It's time. I'm ready for a cold one. All right. Thank you guys so much for watching. We appreciate you all so much. Like I said, don't forget to smash up that like button. Hit that subscribe button. We'll see you all on Monday. Light the beam. Tequila, tequila, tequila. My guy Fred.